Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. I also felt, this is a big digression because I've got a script and I I was just thinking of some reflections and... uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went to the Leamington Food Festival. I don't know, did anyone go to the food festival? It was quite good, actually. I really enjoyed it. And I'm quite a bit of a foodie, and I got carried away, where you just kind of go from one stall to another, and then it's kind of like, before you know it, you've ate quite a bit. <laughs> uh, so I loved it. Um, spent probably too much money. But as I was going home, I felt quite challenged, actually, because I was thinking... There's an image in Leamington of it being quite an affluent town and uh, people have a lot of money and they can enjoy their Sunday afternoons by going to a food and drink festival. But at the same time, there's another Leamington. Um, And I was quite challenged with that, really, because I was thinking the week just gone, we had food bank clients in our cafe and, um, you know, people in in real need. I've also been challenged as well from my job of people who I know who are illiterate and it it kind of bewilders me to an extent that there's another another Leamington um, and so this is an opportunity for us to to reach out. Um, Another digression before I actually go on to the talk was um, at Myton, we are looking at a short series in James. And um, a couple of weeks ago, we were looking at listening and doing uh, theme in, in James chapter 1. And I thought I would read this out because I feel that this is almost a mandate uh, God has for us uh, to look after uh, the, the vulnerable in our society. So this is James chapter 1, verses 22 to 27. It says... Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. And I I felt I would share that with you because I think there are two aspects it's, it's not only um, about reading God's word and, and yes, we can be nourished by it, but it's actually living, living it out and responding to the gospel. It's, it's something which we participate in as a church. And um, it's something that we shouldn't forget what we've read maybe in our quiet times or what we've heard on a Sunday morning and thought, oh, that was a nice sermon or oh, I really liked that passage I read this morning, and then we move on with our days. We are meant to to live it out. And uh, verse 27 is kind of um, a way in which CAP is a, one of many ways in which the church today can, 
can live out this verse to, to look after the vulnerable in our society uh, who are in distress. So I thought I'd share that with you um, before um, we start. Also, um, another digression, is that it's really encouraging to hear uh, what else you're doing in the church as well, and the Little Treasures toddler group and um, the food bank, and uh, I believe you've got an over 55s thing as well, which is good. So yes, so it's, it's really great to hear how um, the Lord's blessing you in many ways. So um, we're going to reflect a bit on this passage, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, and it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we've already been encouraged this morning by ways in which we can be um, encouraged by God's constant, unchanging character, that he is faithful, that he is our good father, uh, and that he has plans for us, and that we can present all our anxieties in life to him. So we do not need to, to worry about um, anything. We can trust in, in the Lord. We, we do not need to um, yeah, be worried about anything, but we can um, trust in his constant love for us uh, and that his mercies are new every morning for us. So if we know that Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, then what about us? What about you and I, the body of church, the body of the changing one? Do we, as Christ's church, look like the first church we see in the book of Acts, the church that was taught and trained directly by Christ himself? He never changes, but have we, as his church, changed um, in modern Britain, do we display the radical love and compassion of Jesus to others? Can we be accused of being a friend of sinners, of mingling with the wrong crowd, because that is what Jesus did in the Gospels? Are we a church that, like Christ, declares that the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on us to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim freedom to the captives, to bring uh, sight to the blind, to bind up the brokenhearted, because that's what Jesus did. And that's what Jesus did when he walked on the earth yesterday. But we, as Jesus' followers, are to represent him today. And just as Jesus does not change, we, his church, should not change. And we do have different styles in church. Some of us like hymns, some of us like contemporary worship songs, some of us like the message, some of us like the NIV or the King's James Bible. So we, we have different songs and different Bible translations, but the heartbeat of the church should be constant throughout all the different church traditions, that we should be radically outreaching, boldly proclaiming salvation meeting practical needs, healing the broken, and that should remain a constant heartbeat in the church. So this morning we're here to celebrate and promote the work all over the UK done to serve the poor through CAP. And it has a clear vision which can help us as a church to 
live this, this mandate which are, are shared in, in James. But CAP's work only exists because of the local church. Every family helped out of debt, every person helped back into employment, every person set free from an addiction, every person helped to budget and given life skills and a low income, all happens through the local church. And CAP exists to equip the church to preach the good news to the poor in their communities, to bind up the brokenhearted by meeting people with practical needs so that we can also share the love of Christ with them. So, because the one who is the same, yesterday, today, and forever, is also the one who is passionate about transforming the mess of our yesterdays into a new today and a glorious forever. But whilst CAP has a massive vision and is working across over 500 frontline services for Jesus, it's all about one life at a time. Oh, this is quite good. I've, I've neglected the slides. Um, sorry, <laughs> digressing. Um, and this is um, examples of, of um, different causes of poverty uh, in the UK. Uh, so things like debt and unemployment and addiction and, and different ministries which CAP have are looking into those through the debt counselling, through release groups which help people with addictive behaviour, uh, job clubs, um, and then um, I suppose through life skills we can, we can develop um, people's education and, and give them skills to go into em employment. Um, these are some statistics for, for you to just read. Um, one in three people who've um, been receiving debt counselling from CAP have said that they seriously considered or attempted suicide. Uh, Two-thirds of people missed meals uh, before they received support from CAP. Um, there are over 1.6 million people in the UK um, struggling with alcohol and um, CAP job club members have been out of work for an average of two and a half years. Um, at some point later today we'll, we'll meet a guy who, who was doing like 500 job applications and it can be a really discouraging thing for people who are out of work. Um, so this is Stuart who we're going to look at a bit more. This is Stuart's journey with CAP. And um, yesterday, for Stuart, life looked hopeless. Over £25,000 of debt and no job. He just couldn't see a way out. And one year, he counted over 500 job applications. From that, he only had six replies. So really discouraging. And it's no surprise that when Stuart came to CAP, he was crushed and couldn't see a way out of his situation. Today, thanks to CAP, he received some debt help and he came to a CAP job club. Stuart became debt-free. He found work in Morrison's. And today, Stuart has a hope for the future. And he has a fresh start and the ability to provide for himself. But more critically than that, Stuart became a Christian through um, CAP. 
And through Cap's partnership with the local church, Stuart met with Jesus in a powerful way. He grasped his faith with both hands and now has the promise of an eternal life as well. So, yeah, praise God. Um, whilst this is incredible, the reality is that there are thousands of people in our communities, many in Leamington, who are stuck in uh, life feeling a bit hopeless and depressing. And there today is like Stuart's yesterday. Today for them is not feeding their kids. Today for them is considering suicide so that there will be no tomorrow to get rid of the anxieties that come through the debt that they are struggling with. Today for them is feeling hopeless about being out of work, feeling maybe useless and embarrassed, having a low self-esteem. And today for them is struggling with an addiction that is threatening to tear their family apart. When I was um, in Watford um, last, well, two years ago, um, there was a guy who used to come to our job club called Andrew. Uh, Andrew um, Bedford was a really nice guy, and um, he was coming to our job club weekly, um, and unfortunately, he was struggling with alcohol. Um, I was really quite... Um, troubled really when I, I met him one night he was we were going back home in different ways and it was really wet so we were standing under this shelter and what saddened me was despite what we were doing he, he felt as if no one was listening to him and um, I felt incredibly troubled by that um, and I think we need to consider that this economic poverty which we've got in our society is also deeper. It's, it's a sense of spiritual poverty as well and um, finding meaning in life. And Jesus wants to step into those todays through you and I, through his church, to turn them into a yesterday, a thing of the past, a distant memory, where being stuck in debt becomes yesterday, where being out of work for years becomes a yesterday, where that life-controlling addiction is a yesterday. Jesus wants their todays to be a day of hope and their tomorrows to be worth living for. And he's not here not only to bring hope on this earth, because he is the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and it is his heart to spend eternity with us forever. Today at CAP, um, oh, this is good. Thanks, thanks team, for the slides, because I just turned around and it's here. Uh, today at CAP, <laughs> there are 529 uh, churches um, based fighting poverty across the UK. There are over 300 debt centres, 145 job clubs. Uh, more recently, we've had the release groups, and then more recently still, we've had um, the life skills groups, um, which is generally, actually, what is said on this script. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 
So, yes, CAP's debt centers help with the most vulnerable people in our nation, providing them a real way out of debt, which causes heartache. And as, as we were looking at earlier about suicide um, thoughts amongst clients, 38% of, of clients said that they thought about suicide as the only way out of debt before CAP stepped in. Um, and so over time, CAP has developed other ministries to tackle different areas of poverty. And in 2013, CAP job clubs were launched to tackle the problem of unemployment. And then in 2014, release groups were launched to address the issues of addiction. Um, and actually, what's wonderful is that the 145 job clubs which we have at the moment, we're seeing 25% of our members find work. And we're also piloting what you are about to launch, which is the CAP Life Skills, which helps people to budget and navigate the challenges of everyday life living on a low income. We also have CAP Money Courses, which we've got several churches based locally involved in that. And we have 11,000 people a year being taught how to budget and prevent debt. I would really recommend doing a course. It, it's for everyone. Uh, so uh, we've got a few coming up later this year in Leamington. Every year we see 2,600 people helped out of debt. 670 people find work. And more importantly, we see around over 880 people come to faith through CAP every year. Yeah. Um, which is amazing to imagine really because that's I don't know how many times the number of people in this room coming to find faith in him uh, receiving not only a new today but also a new forever so tomorrow for CAP it's been an amazing um, but Jesus, the unchanging one, wants more of his church on the front line, being the church he always dreamed of. And CAP is pushing to double the size of its church-based services in the next five years. They want to have uh, 1,000 services by 2021. But we need us all as a church to play our parts, um, be that giving or praying or getting involved in some way. And I would just encourage you today, if, um, if you feel you would like to give, there are uh, forms which will be by my stool later today where you can fill out a life changer form and every pound which is given to CAP is given to, to support the poor across our nation. And the one who is the same yesterday, today and forever still calls us as his disciples for radical generosity and giving that prioritizes the poor in our neighborhood and our nation. And he still calls us to go beyond financial giving, but to give ourselves to help and love and serve the broken and poor in our midst. I'm going to just read a couple of testimonies from Darren Mitchell's The Captain Centre manager locally, based at St. Mary's, and I asked him whether he could give me a couple of stories of people who locally have benefited from CAP, and then we'll play a DVD 
um, where you can hear more about stories of people who've been restored through CAP. I just need to find uh, where on earth that is. Uh, here we go. This is, um, this is what Darren sent me. So just a couple of stories of what Darren's um, found uh, through CAP locally. He met um, clients Phil and Jane years back. They were both struggling with health issues, debt, and were on benefits. Their relationships were also distant because of the various pressures in their life. And as we started the journey out of debt and the burden lifted, they were once again becoming closer as a husband and wife. They were buying each other little treats with a bit of money they could spend on leisure. Sadly, Jane became ill, was rushed into hospital with pneumonia, and within three days, she lost her fight to live and died. Phil found this too difficult to bear. He became suicidal. His benefits were stopped because they had a joint claim, and life without Jane was hard. And through the CAP process, the local centre supported Phil for three months, buying him food and topping up his gas and electric. They also walked him through every step of the funeral arrangements, and after three months, his benefits were reinstated, and within a year, Phil became debt-free. The love that was shown to Phil impacted him in such a way that he became a Christian and is now attending church each week. And today, Phil is so thankful to God and the work of CAP, and he knows if it wasn't for CAP, then he would not be here today. Um, this is another story. These, these names are anonymous, um, different to their actual names. Um, but um, this, this next story is also sad, but also has a happy ending. So Sarah was married for, to Harry for nine years, and they were best friends. Sarah and Harry were the first... Um, sorry... Sarah and Harry was the first person who would let her just... Oh, Harry was... Sorry, it's just reading this. Harry was the first person who had let Sarah be herself. They were in love and shared many common interests together. Sadly, Harry was diagnosed with prostate cancer and eventually lost his fight to live. And after Harry passed away, Sarah found life increasingly difficult and eventually left her job in the NHS because of health issues. Sarah was someone who was good with money, but her outgoings were far more than her income. The day then came when her home was in jeopardy, and wasting no time, Sarah contacted Cap and a visit was arranged. Once Sarah had her budget and was ready to pay into her Cap plan, it was obvious that things were very tight. Sarah was barely able to cover the mortgage interest and other living costs. Cap helped out with food shops and an anonymous financial gift given at Christmas. And one day Sarah was contacted by a financial company explaining that they owed her £8,000. This was amazing news and meant that Cap could negotiate a lump sum arrangement with her creditors. And eventually the day came when Sarah was declared debt-free. She was overwhelmed by this process and she recommitted her life back to Jesus and attends church regularly. The good news is Sarah managed to keep her home again as well. 
And that's just encouraging stories to think that it's not just what's happening um, across the nation, but it's also meeting people locally in Leamington as well. So we're just going to watch um, about a five-minute DVD, um, just sharing more stories about what CAP is doing in people's lives. But I just lost all hope, to be honest, that it wasn't going to happen for me, no one was going to help me, and I was doomed. I did attempt suicide in, 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 in the brinks of despair. I did, uh, I think for a year, I just carried on drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking. I counted the application, job applications one year, over 500 job applications. I didn't want to be around my children. I just didn't want to live anymore. I just didn't, I couldn't see a way out. I wanted to kill myself, so, you know, I took overdoses. Tried nothing, really, and nothing to look forward to. If I was very lucky, I'd wake up in my flat. If not, nine times out of ten, it was in um, Derrington Police Station. It becomes one big blow. So Where bailiffs at the door, a lot. you just don't care about literally anything. I wanted my life gone. The debts People were so say, bad. Came about the release group because I contacted Cap um, and I said I had issues with addictions, uh, especially around drink. Where the actual group was based was actually in a church and yeah, I'll be honest, it might have been the fact I knew that I'd probably have something to eat there and a drink that got me through the door. The guy that ran it was brilliant, and through the weeks we looked at all different topics like anger, um, forgiveness, and it worked, and it, and it did work for me. You know, since I found God, I don't, any situation I, I go into now, I believe He's there. I mean, He's right, He's here right now. Before the release group, I was drinking pretty much every weekend. There was. So since the release group, yeah, not touched a drop. I'd been out of work for a long period of time and uh, I'd heard, I'd heard, I thought I'd heard everything. So we did this interview session. Uh, I had a real interview the following day. Every question that we'd gone over was uh, asked me again that day. And it was so, so easy. It was such a breeze. I was so relaxed. I believe that's one of the reasons I got the job. And uh, most of the people that I started with are good friends, and uh, most of them have jobs. Since I've become uh, involved with CAP, I became a Christian, uh, which I didn't expect. So a fantastic Lord's with us all the time. A wonderful life. I went along to St John's and I met Emma and I remember walking I remember walking through St John's church and there was an instant connection. I felt absolutely at peace. I was frightened because I knew I had so much paperwork and debt. I didn't know what to expect or where to begin to be honest with you and she sat me down and she was absolutely so so kind and just made me feel at ease and um, we started our journey. I remember actually helping me with food as well that day because I had no food. The bankruptcy was all filed and filled out at head office, which is amazing. It was in two packs, and one was for me and one was for the bankruptcy. And then we went up, Emma and I went up to the court. It was amazing, just you know, just the weight lifting. And uh, today I'm full of the Holy Spirit, and I do believe this is God's will. And um, I feel that I've always had a hole in my soul and my life, but it's been fulfilled now. 
So I feel, I have peace of mind and I feel quite content. You know, and I'm really grateful, really, really grateful for Christians Against Poverty because without them, I wouldn't be here today. I have a clean, sober life. I don't smoke anymore. I have my family back. I have a contact with my mum and dad that I've never had. We, we get on, we laugh about so much stuff. There's no arguments. And I believe that had I not made the decision of contacting Cap, probably would never have got that. So thank you, Cap. Yeah, the Cap job's brilliant. There's something for everybody that's out of work. And since I got a job within the first month, absolutely fantastic. New life, new leaf, all systems go. I'm a Christian and I love it. I'm a happy Christian. So thanks a lot out there, uh, all you people at CAP. Since meeting Christians Against Poverty, I've found a faith which I'm truly grateful for. I'm debt free, I don't drink anymore. I've got my family back, I'm a nan. I worship every Sunday and I'm so happy to go forward for the rest of my life debt free and happy. And for that, I'm truly grateful. Would you consider giving £12 a month to Christians Against Poverty to change somebody's life like mine forever? Thank you. Yeah, so it's really encouraging, isn't it, to just hear more stories of, of what God's doing uh, amongst his people, amongst us as the church, to, to reach out to, to the poor in, in our nation. I'd just like to draw your attention as I close the talk to an opportunity, if people are interested in finding out more about CAP, I have got free copies of John Kirkby's um, testimony called Nevertheless. John Kirkby founded CAP about 20 years ago and it is his story um, about how CAP began. So if you're interested in finding more about CAP and the work which they do, I'd recommend you can, um, if you just fill in your contact details, um, just your, your name so people, CAP can keep in contact with you, then uh, you can get a free book called Nevertheless. If you've already got Nevertheless, I do have another book called Journeys of Hope, uh, which is looking at 12 lives which have been changed by Cap to give you some more encouragement. This is another book which I wanted to promote, uh, and I keep on putting this down, but every time I pick it back up, I'm really inspired and encouraged by it. And it's written by a guy called Shane Claiborne, and his written a book called The Irresistible Revolution. But I, it has really inspired me, really, to what it means to be radical disciples for Jesus. Um, so, unfortunately, I can't give free copies of this, but I'd recommend reading it at some stage. Um, yes. But... Let me just go through my paperwork... Yeah, as I said um, at the beginning, I wanted to give an opportunity for us uh, to 
to get involved in CAP in different ways. And I'd like to just encourage you, if, if you feel moved by uh, today, that um, it would be great to have uh, some of you to give uh, to CAP. Because by giving a few pounds a month, you can turn the hell of someone's yesterday into a yesterday. Uh, sorry, turn the hell of someone's today into a yesterday that is no more. Um, and CAP's vision is to double in size in the next five years to see over 1,000 poverty relieving services through the local church by 2021. And um, that's a big vision. Uh, CAP doesn't have any government funding. It doesn't because it refuses to compromise the values of, of the gospel. And just like you, they believe that everyone should have the opportunity to find Christ and not only receive freedom from material poverty, but also find freedom in Christ. Um, so I would just like to encourage you that if you feel moved by today, um, please consider giving. And uh, on behalf of the poor and needy in Leamington, it's great to be with you today. And God bless you as you start this new adventure as a church. Uh, and may you find uh, fruit and a harvest through this work. Bless you. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.